When noticing these things, Evan says, everybody got into birds last year, and then this year they realized that birds have awful lives. Welcome back to Conspiracy What? <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so that's kind of a good precursor for what we're talking about today. Birds are dying. Birds did die. Birds are still dying in this way, actually. Pretty periodically. Anyway, I'm Allie. <laughs> I'm Jackie. I'm Cameron. We're going to talk about the Aflocalypse. Dun dun dun. <laughs> it all started in Arkansas. Of all fucking places. BB Arkansas. <laughs> I googled it. That is how you say it, apparently. It's BB Arkansas. I still say it's Beeb. In 2011. Babe. I guess technically this started like 10 minutes before 2011, since it was New Year's Eve. New Year's, December but 31st, 2010. They were dealing with the aftermath well into 2012. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet it was so scary because, like, you know how 2012 is like that's the year that you thought the apocalypse was going to mm -hmm. start? Oh, yeah, everybody was waiting for the apocalypse anyway, and then here we are. And then, and then, like, right before 2012 happened, a bunch of birds I was like, that's not a good start. <laughs> <laughs> birds and fish, as mm -hmm. we'll get to. The problem with all of these is scientists couldn't actually and still can't pinpoint what caused their deaths. And this was like thousands of birds. Yeah. Across a few days, across several states and also the world but specifically in the beebs here it That's was started off. about five thousand birds mm -hmm. in about an hour roughly an hour it's hard to probably tell time when birds are falling from the sky yeah can't imagine that's easy <laughs> start the new year with five thousand dead blackbirds falling out of the sky yeah wow yeah imagine you're like on a date sitting <laughs> <laughs> on a rooftop you're like watching the fireworks great Great way to spend my New Year's Eve, like on a day with a beautiful person, you know, whatever gender, and they're just like, oh, some dead birds are falling. You're like, let's move this to next week. <laughs> anyway, this wasn't an isolated incident. Uh, multiple animals started dying within the same week, the first week of 2011. And then in 2012, a similar thing happens again, which we're going to get into. But the main thing we're talking about is the aflocalypse. And yes, I, we did not make this up. No. The news made it up. This this term is coined by somebody. Anyway, there's a very nice map that I will add to the newsletter. If you guys want to look at just how widespread these instances were. But it really started with the initial, like we said, incident in BB. 5,000 dead blackbirds or so. Actually, they kind of said between four and 5,000. I'm sure it's kind of hard to count how many dead blackbirds were on the street. Um, Not to mention how many cats took in multiple birds. <laughs> oh, yeah. The cats were like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, happened to, it started happening around 11 p.m. on New Year's Eve, so like technically 2010, um, but went into the 2012. Several, like dozens of them were turned into uh, wildlife experts and to do tests on them, and no signs of disease were found, They, uh, but they had no signs of being poisoned either. Uh, the only thing was that they had suffered internal injuries that had formed blood clots and that is pretty much what killed them. So basically blunt force trauma. And this was larger than any case ever reported in this area of mass wildlife deaths as a whole. It was specifically acute physical trauma though. Yes. I want to bring that up because it's not cute. 
Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> I um, can't not cute. Yeah, but anyway, it's it's this whole thing is kind of funny to me though, because one of the things that they did say um, consistently, and scientists just so we're, we make this clear from the beginning, this is not an agreed upon thing, where they're like they just straight up died from blood force trauma. It's not agreed even what like made them leave the nest. People are still arguing over it. There's some people that are just like sure, and they just want to move on, but that's not really how you do science. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, they also, like, they kept mentioning that the fireworks were making them fly lower than normal, um, mm-hmm. but they didn't say why that would cause them to all come to an immediate death. They just said that that was happening, so... Well, and they said they ran into a bunch of buildings, but, like, there isn't really a bunch of news on, like, destroyed and damaged buildings. Just right. birds yeah. all over And they had a lot of eyewitness reports, obviously, since local news went ham on this story. And nobody was like, all of my windows are shattered. Like, yeah, and four to five thousand birds hitting yeah. like the same building. <laughs> no, they like were the hitting the ground. Buildings. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that, this also isn't a place with very large buildings. So even if they're trying to fly under the fireworks, there's a good bit of space yeah. between the fireworks and the buildings. This isn't New York. This is mm-hmm. nowhere, Arkansas. Like, and, and the fireworks sort of lit up the buildings enough that they could probably have seen them. Yeah. I mean, I'd imagine you'd be able to see a little bit. Yeah, so simultaneously, actually, um, before the bird death incident, the first one, like a couple days before, 85,000 fish died near Ozark, Arkansas, in the river. And they're like, oh, it's definitely not related to this incident. And, like, I get that it's two completely different species of animals and two completely different environments, but it's still kind of weird. And also, 85,000 is a lot of fucking fish. Also, similar area, though, like, yeah. still, like, within the same... It's, like, an hour away yeah, or something. I look same, it up, it might be more. But. The same state. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would find that weird. I think it's weird. And mm-hmm. I saw a lot of articles that were all, like, conspiracy theorists love the phenomenon of linking stuff, and it's like, you don't need to link these things. And I'm like, 85,000 fish is a lot of fucking fish, and they couldn't find a reason why they died either, so. And yeah. speaking of linking things, a fun, like, way to link things is 5,000 birds died. Then, in Louisiana, another 500-ish, roughly, birds die, and they're Very mostly the same bird. There are yep. a couple starlings included, which are different than the like red-winged blackbirds that were dying, but they're the same exact type of bird, which is a little weird. And, and also, biologists love to link evolution stuff. They're like, oh yeah, those things are related, but not the deaths <laughs> of those things. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, so should we go into this quick, quick little timeline of right. incidentally when everything seemed to happen at the same time? Like This was all in like a week. Like, the first week of 2011. Mm-hmm. So, like we said, first, 85,000 fish die near Ozark. And then, 5,000 birds die in BB. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, 500 die in Point Coupe Parish, Louisiana. And they were mostly the same type of blackbirds, and like you said, it was kind of a mixture, but mostly the same. Um, and then a few hundred died in Kentucky. And then... Like, two million, which is absurd to me, two million fish were found dead around Chesapeake Bay. And then a few hundred jackdaws died in Falkoping, which is a small town in Sweden. Right. And then Texas. 
didn't really find a lot on Texas. It's just kind of Texas kept getting thrown in there like, yeah, and then a bunch of birds died in Texas too, but there wasn't like a good number. Yeah, and then within a week of the bird deaths, 200 cows die in Wisconsin. Which is a lot. People are always like, oh, that's not a lot compared to the population. Cows, that's got to be a lot. Because that's Sometimes like a that's lot like to just drop farm. it once. Yeah. <laughs> 200 cows? 200? Oh, I can't even imagine a lot of farmers have that many. Like, that's a lot of cows mm-hmm. to have. So, yeah. And th- these all happened really close to each other. These weren't just like random Within events in 2011. Week-ish. Yeah. It was like most of the articles I found from 2011 that were reporting on this and like this many things happening at once were all from like January 7th through like 11th. Yeah. So not it was all like of the first these. 10 days of the month. Not all of these died from blood force trauma, I will say that. Because that would be amazing if 2 million fish died from blood just, force trauma. I would just say it's just one UFO on a fucking drunken drag. <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> Knocking everything out the of the sky. And, drunk. and I, I can't even imagine if 200 cows died from blunt force trauma. Drunk driving. That would have been insane. <laughs> drunk driving. Drunk driving aliens. Knocking yeah. birds out of the sky. If it, I mean, okay, if 200 cows died from blunt force trauma, the UFO people would have a field day. <laughs> they would have a field day. A day in the field. Out in the field. Yeah. <laughs> examining all the blunt force drama. Um, and then, as if it wasn't bad enough, uh, so this does eventually lead to the people in Beebs, I'm just going to call them Beebs, in Arkansas to put a ban on fireworks because that was originally one of the thoughts is maybe it was the fireworks. That happened next year. And, because in yeah. 2012, right. at pretty much the exact same time, a few hundred birds die again in the same town in the same way. On the same day. Yeah. We have another New Year's death. So whatever happened, happened on New Year's two times in a row. Which is also just a weird... And they had banned the fireworks the second time. So the fireworks weren't the problem the second time. Less bird deaths, but still bird deaths. And also, again, I I don't know if people really think about, like, when they hear, like, 500, it's, like, one of those things, like, like it sounds smaller because you're saying it all together at once, but, like, 500 is still a lot. 5,000 is even more. Mm-hmm. It's That's a lot of birds. Yeah. I looked at pictures from a Scotland incident in, like, 2019 where some birds did this. It wasn't really similar. Like, it was kind of similar. It was kind of a weird one. We're not going to talk about it, so I'll just bring it up real quick. But uh, people walked by a bunch of birds. They walked to the end of the trail. They walked back. All those birds were laying on the ground right after. So, and it was about 100, and the pictures were morbid. Like, we're talking tons and tons of birds just lying everywhere. And that was only, like, 100 birds. Mm-hmm. This is way more than that. It's 50 times that. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I couldn't find, like, the reason for the deaths of all the fish. But, like, 2 million fish mm-hmm. is insane. Yeah. Most of, I think the Chesapeake Bay one with the two million dead, they're, they blamed like cold water. And I was yeah, like, cold, what? cold water trauma. And that, I don't know, most of the things that I said, that I saw that commented on that were like, that doesn't really make much sense either. <laughs> yeah. It's not like those fish don't live in that water all year round. Well, if a cold front comes in though, and it's not the water they're used to, it can kill, it can shock the fish. You can shock a fish with different temperature water. But so, that wasn't what happened. That's what they're saying happened, yes. That is what they're saying. But it's not necessarily what happened. It's not necessarily <laughs> what happened. No, I mean, Poseidon could have come and just whacked can't all of them. Can't they just but... see, though? Like, can't they just test the water and be like, yeah, this is colder than usual? <laughs> Scientists, no socks on, just, whoo, that is way colder than usual. <laughs> I usually swim in there. No, it was like in December, though, I think. We are the most scientific on this podcast. We... <laughs> 
pure science. Cameron's science here. corner. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't my science corner. That was Jackie's science corner. I just added visuals <laughs> to it. Um, but yeah, and so one of the things that still does bother me, though, is still this guy, like, I can't remember his name, but the guy that does say that, like, well, there's 1.6 million birds in the area, so this isn't really that big of a deal because it's 5,000 birds only. Uh-huh. It's called is, a roost. Yeah, yeah, there's <laughs> about 1.6 million in the, in the, in the roost. roost. But 5,000 birds dropping at once is a lot, guys. Just, well, at once, yeah. Yeah, at once. <laughs> like, just imagine you lived in a city of 1.6 million people, and then just within an hour, 5,000 of them dropped. Of blunt force trauma. Of <laughs> blunt force trauma. It's, it would be it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a lot. And, like, I'm just, I can't, I can't wrap my head around what he's wrapping his head around. Yeah. I don't get it. Because, like, we call a mass shooting, we could call that, like, after, like, five or six people. Yeah. So it's, like, what if it was 5,000 people? What if it was a thousand times that that number? That would be weird, yeah. Yeah. So So should we jump into the theories here? Well, I just just also want to say that the biologists of all of the articles I read were so dodgy and yeah. vague and didn't want to believe that it was a conspiracy which I mean I guess like that kind of undermines your profession but at the same time it's like if you can't explain it you can't explain it but they would be very vague and be like eh, it's not that many when there's so many birds out there <laughs> and saying like this is super normal to have birds die birds die every year and you're like we know that birds die every year you know how death works <laughs> But just not all at once. So. Yeah. And right, it was so many odd. different places also. Yeah. That's yeah. also weird. That's also, that is also a weird thing. And they're like, it's not connected. But it, like, I know it's, it may not be connected, but also you got to admit, even as a scientist, that's a weird coincidence. They were all like, it's a rare thing to happen. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then there's like nine cases of this happening in like <laughs> a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something was not right in 2011. Something <laughs> yeah. was off. Did we, did we nuke the water or something? Well... Maybe it started with nuking the sky with fireworks, right? Well, that's like the main theory. That's the main theory, yeah. Basically that the fireworks set them off, and blackbirds can't see very well at night, I guess, so they flew away really fast and were disoriented and flew into houses and chimneys and electric poles and shit. Except the problem with this, as we already said, is they were falling out of the sky, and some of them were in the middle of fucking fields. They were like literally raining. It wasn't like they were running into stuff and like whatever, so... That's the problem with that. Yeah, and the other theory is not just that they... um, It's like, to go along with this theory, there's another theory that says that may not have been the fireworks, it may have been something else that caused them to fly away. We might not know what that is. Um, But that when they flew away, the fireworks caused them to fly low, so the fireworks are still part of the cause. But again, really low enough in a small town to hit buildings that are like one story high. I can't imagine they have very many, like even three story buildings in this town. I don't know, if you're from the Beebs here, let me know. But I'm not aware. But I will say it just seems a bit weird. Also, if this is true, and these 5,000 birds just kind of scattered, the million birds that were just watching them, just being like these assholes just scared of fireworks but also this town has fireworks every year like it, yeah why hasn't this, this happened this, every year before this i never saw anything that was like this is the first year we ever had fireworks if that had happened i would have been like maybe sure but it's not yeah so yeah um yeah i also wanted to bring something up that happened the next year uh where yeah in 2013 that whole year starting from, like, December 2012, there were at least 10 mysterious mass animal deaths 
that year and including crabs which is oh, weird yeah. that brought more awareness to the billings mass deaths mm-hmm. uh and which most of them are not explained at all they said that the fish deaths are more easily explainable usually by something environmental but the other ones are just very confusing yeah 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 fish are easier to murder because it's easier to contaminate water yeah, and the water is very contaminated, as we know. Fish are, fish are also kind of there in the ocean as kind of like a food source. I hate to be that guy, but fish are kind of just alive for a food source. The majority of fish. Right. Like sharks are the exception to that, but sharks eat fish. <laughs> so so it's not as big of a deal if like a bunch of them die off at once. However, birds are not the same thing at all. Yeah. So yeah. it's We're weird. We're breeding the same air as birds. <laughs> but uh-huh. So the fireworks were like the original theory there. And then going into like theories and like the original kind of leading theory... Like, there's also the Louisiana bird deaths. We're talking about 500 birds. Okay, 500 birds. About a tenth of what died, die a couple days later, about 300 miles away. They think they flew into power lines. They think 500 birds flew into power lines. I would have to imagine. But see, this is the thing again. I never saw anything that said, well, there's supporting evidences. There's downed power lines. 500 birds flying into power lines at once, I would imagine has to do something. That has yeah. to set off an alarm somewhere. They're definitely flying pretty fast, too. Yeah. So that there's that momentum there. Yeah, and they think they said that maybe a swarm just kind of came down and just flew into some power lines. Does that happen of often, though? That? Because I don't see that it happens often. Like, I see, like, birds flying to power lines, sure. 500 in one go? That's kind of a lot. And again, how are the power lines doing? Has anyone checked on them? Yeah. Because that's a lot. But they said they had no uh, no record of it. Like, no one took a video of anything. And it's like, yep, sure. That's also another thing. Is the, the 2000, like 2011, it's a fireworks display on New Year's. And no one has video of this? Yeah, I think no this one? was after the fireworks display. But... But still. <laughs> no one has video of this? Like, was everybody really in bed by 11 p.m.? I mean, I don't know how small <laughs> the Beebs is, but, like, it, I mean, I guess it does look pretty small. Their population, wow. Ooh. About 8,000 people in 2019. Oh. So, yeah, so not very many people here. So maybe, I don't know, maybe all of you were sleeping. <laughs> it's hard to say. I if, mean... If you lived in Beebs, in, in BB, let us know how early the city sleeps. Well... Another theory is uh, a lot of people suggested poison and some were saying that like these birds in the area, like blackbirds specifically, there's like, as we've said, apparently millions of them in this one stupid town. And so they're kind of seen as pests because they also kind of wreck the crops and kind of destroy farmland. And so some were saying that, well, local farmers probably poisoned them and then they all died. Except the problem with that is birds that are sick tend to stay where they are and die. They don't just, like, get up and fly away and then die. And also, they wouldn't die all within, like, an hour if they were poisoned. Like, some birds are older, some birds are younger, some of them have better immune systems. So usually when you poison them, they die over several days. Mm-hmm. Also, what a hell of a poison that kills birds right? from blood force trauma. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's an impressive poison though they did say that it was what because of some blood clots that they think might have that's the reason why they died in yeah. theory well, it was because it caused blood clots well yeah well like because i would like to go ahead and say that like if you fall from the sky at about 20 feet up to 30 feet up you're gonna have some blood force trauma but usually you can tell if something dies before they hit the ground yeah so 
Though I did see multiple things where scientists are arguing whether or not that's actually true. Because there are a lot of people who are very skeptical about this event. Not just like conspiracy theorists, like legitimate scientists, legitimate people within the bird world who are interested in what happened here and who haven't let it go as just being such a simple, like, cut and dry thing. Because it also, like, it sounds cut and dry, but also it doesn't make sense completely. So it's, I don't know, it's a weird incident. But yeah, poison that causes blunt force trauma. Yeah, there was, like I said earlier too, there was like no real proof that they had been poisoned. So that one's pretty much written off pretty easily. Yeah. And then there's kind of like a section of like environmental catastrophe ones, but there's multiple. So some, some like this is getting, we're kind of going down more of the conspiracy route now. So kind of getting away from sci- what scientists are saying or biologists that have bad opinions anyway. Liars. All. <laughs> Somebody suggested that the New Madrid Fault Earthquake Zone, which is much larger than the San Andreas Fault Zone, uh, and it covers most of the U.S. Midwest and the South, which includes Arkansas and Louisiana. And it was apparently coming to life. And I really didn't see any correlation as to how that would kill a bunch of birds since they were flying. I don't know. <laughs> an earthquake really affects flying birds. But they're like, they got dizzy because the earth was looking <laughs> like a little shaky down there. Like, I don't feel so good, man. <laughs> that caused blood force trauma. I don't know. Uh, I just thought that was funny. So I guess, I mean, the question is, like, what did they run into? And that is not answered by an earthquake. Yes. It's not really answered by a lot. Unless it was a 20, is, unless it was the earthquakes that were in, like, 2012. Shockwave. Yeah. It was, like, huge, huge fault shifts. Oh, yeah. That that movie's great. Just the Yosemite scene. Roland Emmerich. I love love that entire movie. It's so bad. Yeah, another theory speculates that the birds are trying to escape some kind of toxic threat, uh, but no toxic threats were found. Chemtrails? Yeah. We'll get to that. What a weird uh-huh. time to escape uh-huh. from a toxic threat in the middle of the night when you can't see. Well, yeah, that's the other thing, too. But a lot of other things were blaming, like, global warming and climate change, and, like, that causes more cyanobacteria in areas that are experiencing drought. And so maybe, I don't know, shit was polluted. But, like, again, yeah. middle of the night, why are they just hanging out? And all of a sudden they're like, all right, let's fuck off. But, so, like, what's really confusing, I think, about that is that if it was a global warming thing that, like, so there's a lot of the fish ones that, you know, they wash up to onshore because of, like, a cold, a cold water trauma. Like, I was just actually reading an article about how the last Chesapeake Bay mass fish death was 15 million, and it was because of cold water trauma. Oh, shit. In 1976. So that was a long time ago. And, like, that makes sense. But so many of them that it was, like, you can kind of think that maybe this was environmental because it was so many of them. Why was it only four to 5,000 birds? Because if there's 1.6 million in this roost, and I know for a fact from the, the article that I was reading that at the time there was the first group of approximately six to seven thousand birds that began flying right and there was probably another um exodus is what they're calling them Mm -hmm. uh to fly to that flew after that so it's like why only that amount like if it was environmental consequences i feel like it would have been all of them or like most of them at least yeah yeah but yeah it's like 10 percent of the population 10 percent, and it's still a lot but, like, it's not enough. It doesn't to really make it. connect. And yeah. it doesn't, like, 
Like, I know we talked about the fish, but, like, there's other animals in this area. Mm-hmm. And it didn't affect anything else. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's and and it affected a very specific type of bird, didn't it? Just blackbirds. Mm-hmm. In, in Arkansas, at least. Right. In, in other places, it affected a, a few different types of birds, but... If it was just one type of bird, then it was like still mainly one type because, like, in Louisiana, it was like still mostly blackbirds, but then it had like what you say, starlings starlings and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there were like a few others, but mostly blackbirds. And then in Sweden, it was all jackdaws. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it seems to be specifically like a species. Yeah, and that that makes it seem like you know, like maybe disease was affecting this one species, but. They ruled out disease, mm-hmm. so there was no disease, there was no poison. So what the fuck? Well, the Bible will tell you what the fuck. As one article called it, <laughs> sending all these birds to die is like one big heavenly sticky note <laughs> for the apocalypse. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so the Bible has a tendency to inspire people to predict apocalypse scenarios obviously and as we mentioned this is already a real great apocalypse time uh-huh. oh yeah 2012 was coming up mayan calendar ended because 12, we didn't 12, actually know how to read it and by the way now people think that we uh think that we might have actually misread the mayan calendar and that it doesn't actually end there at all uh so it doesn't ever end right you just like you're, you're they think they misread the going. way you're supposed to use it yes so the mayan thing is a whole nother thing though but it, it is it was a time of conspiracists and documentaries and Roland Emmerich films and just everyone thinking that the world was going to end in 2012 and that we weren't ever going to make it to 2013. But because of this, we had a bunch of people saying that this was obviously a sign from the Bible. There were multiple uh, churches, Bible groups, all kinds of things that are getting a bunch of clout because they were like, this is a sign of the end times. And that is part of this. Um, well, is it true that in Revelations, fish and birds dying like this is the start of something called the Great Tribulation? Yes. So the Great Tribulation lasts about seven years, which is... What is that? It's just <laughs> it's just bef- the Earth's whole... It's essentially like the Earth's trial before they go. Is it the final battle? Jesus returns. So it's the seven-year point before Jesus returns, if I remember correctly. Is that like, what, like seven dog years? <laughs> Like, that would have ended in 2019. That's exactly what I thought when I read that. But there was one guy in particular, I cannot remember his name. He was positive, 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 positive. We were entering the time of tribulation. And he was like, but don't worry, fear not, because you do still have the seven years to come to the Lord. 2019 is gone. We've I did not come to the Lord. No. No. I'm so very much Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jesus didn't return in 2019, which means this wasn't the apocalypse, but that's what everyone thought it was. And it was, to be fair, if anything in my lifetime has been a sign of the apocalypse, that would have been. Like, that was a lot of birds to die, a lot of animals to die. And then throughout that seven year period, there were 60,000 antelopes that die. Like, there were tons of other occurrences. So. Sure, that's something that seems just weird. To the mass human death. We're going to extend the tribulation into dog years, I guess. That's what we're going to do now. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so a lot of people thought it was the apocalypse. You but, do have quotes here. Yeah, also, if you remember, around this time, there was, a like, a Christian group. I don't remember if they were anything specific, but uh, there was this guy that was claiming the world was going to end. 
on May 21st, mm. actually. of I, I can't remember if it was 2011 or 2012, or maybe it was the year after. But either way, he was like, no, it's actually going to be this. We read the calendar wrong. And he's like some California preacher guy, and he claims that he got it from the Bible, you know, like everybody else does. This was before all of the animals started dying. And then after the animals started dying, a different preacher by the name of Pastor James Manning said that we are in the period referred to as the tribulation. We are experiencing both spiritual and ecological warfare. Dun dun! <laughs> it must be so awkward after the world doesn't end. You're like, <laughs> it's like that scene from little scenes from like Parks and Rec, you know, when it's like they rent out the park every year for certain deaths or like certain apocalypse, apocalypse oh, yeah, coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I then, remember that group. <laughs> yeah. And it just never comes. And then it never happens. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be awkward. Yeah. I don't know. It's like you pushed it back or whatever. Yeah. So who wants to talk about the best part? Actually, second best part now. Aliens. I didn't have an article about this, but... Yeah, there's not a lot, really. Yeah. It's... There's a couple different ways you could look at it, you know? Um, I can't remember what movie it is. I feel like this was in a movie where there was, like, a UFO in the sky, but it was, like, cloaked so you couldn't see it. And, like, there's, like, a scene where, like, these birds fly into it and then die, but you can't see what they hit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's a theory that there was a UFO and either birds flew into it and that was the blunt force trauma or UFO bird strike. Like I mentioned earlier, a bunch of aliens drunk driving their fucking UFO oh. and then took out some birds. I thought you meant all the birds went on straight. That's straight. What I heard bird strike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. UFO bird strike. The UFO right. strikes. Uh, right. My mind went to like, we don't want to fly. No <laughs> <laughs> we want to fly at night. Anyway, that's possible that it happened I'll in real it. life. Yes. It's possible that this is the case for this, that a UFO came through, nobody could see it, and just blunt trauma a bunch of birds. That's it, really. I, I mean, it seems like believable to me. It doesn't seem not believable. I mean... A ship that you can't see comes through. I don't know. Maybe the U.S. was just testing another stealth bomber. Yeah, <laughs> just flew through a crowd of birds. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was a loud noise that made them fly away, and then they just ran into them. <laughs> and it makes sense why the government employees, like biologists and stuff, were uh, corroborating their story because they were like, "Don't tell anyone that this was actually a drone strike," and they're like. Okay. I do think it's kind of weird that the government didn't really have much involvement in this. Yeah. They didn't really have, like, like there's no, like, big statement made. Again, like, people I feel like are underestimating 5,000 birds mm-hmm. laying dead on a small town street. Just throw 5,000 paper airplanes into a small town street. And people see, are going to notice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a <laughs> lot of... Someone's going to walk gonna out. in the way. Someone's going to walk out, and no one's going to go, hey, you know what? We have millions of reams of paper. This is nothing. <laughs> There's a lot of paper airplanes there, guys. So they're going to be like, someone did this. <laughs> yeah. So I, don't, I feel like people are underestimating that. But yeah, the government didn't make any announcement on this or anything like that. Nobody was like, hey, guys, just wanted to let you know. Uh, 5,000 birds dropped dead in Arkansas. We're going to look into it. No? More just like bird enthusiasts that are like, well, I guess we'll go look at a bunch of dead birds. Speaking of the government. And their wonderful ability to play beautiful instruments like harp. <laughs> We've done an episode Otherwise about known as the secret government death ray. Oh yeah. The weather machine, which is real or not real, depending on how you want to look at it, I guess. We've done a whole episode on it. 
But well, did you guys this. find an actual article about this, or are you just like theorizing your own? No, we've we've talked about this before in our Weatherman episode. Not the um, birds, but yeah, we talked the about birds. harp. Yeah. But harp is basically it's it's a real thing. It was an experiment that we were doing to try and be able to manipulate the ionosphere for was it for weather purposes or was it just studying it? I don't remember. They were studying it. Yeah. Yeah. But their theory was that if they could figure it out, they could manipulate the weather. So then of course conspiracy theorists run with this and they're like they're gonna shoot beams into the sky and cause weather disasters. It was conspiracy theorists that thought they were trying to control the weather with it. Scientists mm-hmm. claim they can't control the weather with it. But they said it was a possibility. And these same conspiracy theorists will give them a little bit of credit for once. They did also say that like people were trying to control raining and stuff like that. And then obviously we have cloud seeding now. That's a real thing. What? So, yeah, we can control the weather. That's how Dubai is so pretty right now. Because it's technically supposed to be a desert that you can't really do anything with, but they cloud seeded the whole area. So they get rain there and stuff consistently now. How did they do that? They use planes and it's whatever that special technology is, I can't remember. It's in our Weatherman episode, I believe, but we went over it in that one. It's a really weird process. Wow. I have to listen to that. Controlling the weather is partially real. It's not quite as apocalyptic. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I know that the idea is real because they always say that that's what the Jews are doing. They're like, the Jews are controlling the weather. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of anti-Semitism with that theory. Yeah. 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 Anyway, the theory here is that they used the harp technology to basically shoot the birds out of the sky. Some bored intern. (laughs) You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. I don't know. Maybe it was just, it went wrong. Who knows? Maybe he accidentally plugged in Galaga into the wrong machine, and every time he tapped to shoot things at the aliens coming in, he just was dropping shots at birds <laughs> over Arkansas. Yeah, harp is a funny thing because people think it's like some giant laser that just like blasts up in the sky and changes the world's weather. It doesn't really work like that, but it is. That said, weather control is real. I don't see weather control and weather manipulation as being a reason for the birds to just. Right. Get knocked out of the sky. But yeah. yeah. And you know what? I also don't see it being the reason, or I don't see chemtrails being the reason why birds just had blood force trauma and dropped out of the sky because I know this for a fact chemicals aren't solid, so they can cause blood force trauma. <laughs> well, also, why would chemtrails, why at night, like these birds are like, this is when we sleep, now's the best time to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, that'd be like if you were just in a smoke filled room all day and then you waited until the pitch black of night to finally leave. Like, yeah. it's the same idea. You're in a dangerous area with chemtrails, but you wait till later. Right. And also, I feel like it would have affected the people of that town as well. There were chemtrails mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it's, that's the funny thing with this. It's similar to other topics we've talked about. There's a lot of theories presented, but basically they always only really explain, like, part of the, of the event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, most of these things don't explain why they died from blunt force trauma. Most of these are just like, maybe this is why the birds died. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, can you elaborate? And then they're like, no. Chemtrails! <laughs> I mean, was the government. louder. I feel like before I went to chemtrails and harp, I'd go with, like, really hard air that birds were just really running into. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, quick gusts of wind that just... Snap their necks as they were flying. Oh, I'm sure it's possible. <laughs> it's probably possible. But you know what is definitely possible? The aliens, or this time, 
The Pleiadians. The Pleiadians. Ooh, that's good. Al, you probably sit here. It's mostly just copied from that article. So, Pleiadians, for those who may not know, are aliens that come from a world of love. It is, in fact, the they have the stranglehold on teaching love and culture to all of the universe's aliens out there. Uh, that's what people who believe in Pleiadians believe. A woman who claims that she is a Pleiadian. Expert. She claims that she is a Pleiadian. Oh, well, I she told she she's a Pleiadian expert. So according to one of the biologists, he says that he was told by her, or by a, at least by someone, that they were from the Pleiadian star system, and that this was the answer for everything, which is that the birds died from phosgene, which was stolen from Iraq and being used by undercover CIA operatives. That are using the name the Evergreen International Aviation Company. It goes on to say that the CIA are the ones that are doing this, and the information about all this happening is being cleaned and wiped out by the New World Order. And that the media is not reporting on this story because they are part of the New World Order. And then they also claim that the UN is involved. So everybody's involved on this. Um, And the UN specifically is trying to reduce the human population by using chemical, biological, and microwave weapons. Don't really know. It seemed to really stray stray away from the birds. Yeah, I'm just not. (laughs) As it relates to the birds and the fish. Going back to the beginning, uh, apparently the birds died from phosgene, which is being sprayed all over the planet. Which I, I, I can't really tell if that's chemtrail related or not. Since it's got to be like similar. What chemtrails? For those who don't know is. what phosgene is, um, it is a poisonous gas at room temperature. Weirdly enough, so at seventy degrees, it's poisonous gas. Uh, it can be extremely toxic, uh, causing really bad respiratory effects. So, and it can also burn your skin. But none of these birds were burned. Yeah. So. I mean, the 70 degrees makes sense because I'm sure that's kind of the temp- what the temperature would have been around that. Well, no, it probably would have been like 50 or 60, actually. Never mind. It apparently smells like, like fresh cut grass. That's not great. No. Nope. Wow, it was used horrifying. in World War One. So. World War One was a horrible time. People were monsters. Well, it was a world war, so I'd say that's accurate. Yeah, so the Pleiadians, I guess, are trying to rule. This just sounds like the New World Order to me. That's all that's, it sounds well, like. Well, it mentioned the New World Order. I know, but this just like, why not just make the Pleiadians? Also, why why did this come from a Pleiadian expert? I don't know. It really doesn't have much to do with aliens, since she said that the the <laughs> the chemical was stolen from Iraq. I think this just the shows that there's some racism and prejudice in there, because she thinks that people from Iraq or Iraq as a country is uh, alien <laughs> you know you saying that a big conspiracy theorist is a little racist what? <laughs> that never happens never it's honestly never surprising happens. that they don't blame <laughs> the Jews yeah as they I'm usually surprised do. that there's nothing about the Jews in here so those are the like essential theories behind why 5,000 birds might have died along essential with you missed one of other animals did I miss what? one the witch with the knife. I feel like this is essential. Oh, the birds are trying to warn us that there's a witch with a knife. <laughs> we'll put it in the newsletter. The map outlines a witch hat. Yeah. With and apparently a knife. knife. <laughs> it's very loose. You can kind of get the gist if you look at it. Longer. You can make a lot of things out of this map outline, honestly. Sure, there was more. 
But you could make a UFO. You um, can make it look like God's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there looking at it like, I'm not going to say it, but all right. Um, there's also, speaking of birds aren't real, maybe they were just trying to remove old surveillance models. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. shutting them down like an old Apple iPhone. Yeah, that was my, that was one of my thoughts is that birds aren't real, that they're drones or whatever. It's like, oh, well, new bird update. <laughs> didn't. 5,000 didn't go through. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my god, that would be a terrible way to get rid of your birds, though, because then a whole small town has to, like, sweep them up, uh-huh. and no one's like, what is this technology doing inside of this bird? Yeah. No one's gonna pick them apart. Is it part of the birds are just a- real theory that, like, is there, like, fake blood or something like that? No, but I mean, scientists would do that if they could, probably. Let's just put it like this, the CIA has used fake birds before. They don't look like birds. Oh. Up close. They look like a 1950s version of secret technology. I feel like they could make a bird look real. Probably now they could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, those are the main theories on the birds and how they died and what this all means for the world. And again, this happened in 2011 and then 2012. So it didn't just happen once. It happened twice. Granted, not as big. And it does happen occasionally, but I looked multiple times I didn't see anything else about 5,000 birds dying in one town in one hour. That is one strange incident. So I don't care what scientists say. This is not normal. Unless you can present evidence for why it's normal. But they can't do that. Yeah. There's, There's also that, the last conspiracy theory, my favorite one, is that the birds just did that. (laughs) It sure seems like that. That's honestly yeah, one of the most plausible. Yeah, that's one of the most plausible ones. They just suddenly decided, well, I'm done. Did you ever talk about the new JFK theory about that? On the podcast? Uh-huh. No. We missed a JFK theory. <laughs> we got to retcon it now. <laughs> His head just did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. that that was a clip it. so I can post that elsewhere. <laughs> anyway, there's some yeah, other masks things falling from the sky and deaths that we wanted to honorable mention here. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we've mentioned it yet, but we did that episode on the Oakville Blobs, which is another unexplained bunch of shit falling from the sky. Weird, seemingly biological blobs of goo coming from the sky like rain. What the fuck? like, what, white blood cells is what it was, right? Yeah, it had white, it had human white blood cells in it. In the rain. In the goopy rain that was all over the town. Yeah. What was the explanation? We don't fucking know. They don't know. What the fuck? They don't know what happened. That's even Um, weird. Yeah, that was a weird episode. That's that's kind of a throwback um, to an old Angel episode. That was about a year ago now, actually, because we did that for Halloween. Yeah, so if you want to go check that out, that is a Halloween episode from Angel. So, yeah. Solid one. Uh, but then you have the other one here. You want to talk about this? Because I didn't read about this. This is real. It's called the Great Kentucky Meat Shower. Wonderful. Oh, no. So I'm just going to read this. On March 3rd, 1876, so not recently, large hunks of flesh were reported to have fallen from the sky over Olympia Springs in Bath County, Kentucky. Reports at the time suggested it looked like beef, yet despite its appearance, there was no agreement on what meat it was. Two, I love how they put this in quotes. Two quote unquote gentlemen who tasted it 
judged that it would be mutton or venison, but a local hunter identified it as bear meat. How does he know what bear meat tastes like? Right? How did he get his hands on a bear? <laughs> <laughs> but this isn't solved still. Um, multiple tests were done, and one came back actually claiming that it was it seems like it was pretty much the same type of jelly that we talked about in the Blobbering episode, where they kind of talked about this weird phenomenon of star jelly, where basically, like, chemicals and bacteria get in the rain and kind of make it thick and goopy, which is disgusting. Um, but that doesn't explain why it looked and tasted like meat. And then, the worst part, another test concluded that it came back as lung tissue, either from a horse or a human infant. I have so many questions. Right? First of all, how do you know? Is there not that much of a difference between horses and human infants that they can't tell? Second of all, how do they, how can they tell the age of the human? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That seems fake. It's disgusting. I saw a theory that said it was a bunch of vultures vomiting up their food source over this town. However, it was described as being enough to fill a horse wagon. Yeah, it was like a lot. Which is a lot. It's so like, that's a lot of vultures that yeah, are having issues. Either 5,000 vultures vomited <laughs> meat up over this town. Or there's a real problem going on here. Anyway, I just thought it was an honorable mention, and maybe we'll have to bring it up later. <laughs> there are preserved jars of it still. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a- like 100 years ago. Ew. That is a preserved jar. What the fuck? Of Kentucky meat. Ew. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a weird case. I'm gonna say I've never heard of that. I found that in an article just titled Mass Fallings. And it included blood rain, which is what it sounds like. It's just red rain. Um, this Kentucky meat shower thing and the birds. Which is a weird combination of things. But. Yeah. It also sounds like the majority of the town tasted the meat to try it. Disgusting. But it's Kentucky, so can you, can you really it's expect Kentucky in the late 1800s, so... That's just, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> also, vultures don't typically uh, vomit because their stomachs are super acidic. So that's also weird. And scientists say that that's most likely not what happened because if you are a bird, you are going to vomit before you fly. Because mm-hmm. if your stomach is too full, you're not going to be able to fly. So, yeah. People don't really seem to understand birds. Or they provide theories about birds. Yeah, seems, seems like it. I just, I still want to know the person that was like, yeah, let's just try this meat. Did they cook it first Two or just eat it? quote unquote gentlemen. Did they make it into jerky? What did they do with it? I don't know. I hope they cooked it. God, I hope they cooked it. <laughs> At least jerkied it. Imagine like something. putting a, some salt on it and then you find out later <laughs> it's human infants and you're like, oh, it's pretty salty. But like, what would cause that? Was it just like, was it like an alien trying to pick up a horse, and like, and just the beam messed up and just threw the horse? Uh-huh. But that but wouldn't be would, a whole horse. It would scatter yeah. bones and stuff though, too. So like, mm-hmm. it's weird. There's just like a specific type of meat. Or maybe like it was like a dragon and he ate a, a few horses and sneezed. <laughs> this is a theory. <laughs> 1870s Kentucky, known for its dragons. <laughs> oh, man. There was also an incident. I kind of brought it up briefly, but I'll bring it up again. Uh, the antelope incident. Uh, 60,000 antelope died in four days in Central Asia in 2015. 
that is an issue. Multiple countries came together, uh, including like Uzbekistan, Mongolia, um, Kazakhstan, I think, and Russia and China all came together to try and figure out what the cause was. What they essentially determined is they don't know. They said that it could have been disease or it could have just been weather. I could have told you that without holding a meeting. Yeah. Like, <laughs> could have sent this in an email. I'm glad Those you guys, are really the only two logical options. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm glad you guys wasted all of our time with that. Uh, but just to put this in perspective, at the time, there were roughly about 120,000 of these specific type of antelope, Saiga antelope. They are endangered, critically endangered. And then half of them drop at once, pretty much. Within four days, an endangered animal just drops half its population. Do you know why they were endangered in the first place? Was it due to, like, hunting, or...? It doesn't say. What I kind of got the feel for is that they were probably endangered because of being pushed out of their habitats, Mm -hmm. but that seemed to have been stopped since they were critically endangered. They were also being protected. So Uh that's also why this came under, like, the government's jurisdiction for so many different places. And also, these are places that not all of them are necessarily going to want to communicate. So them coming together to try and figure out why 60,000 antelope dropped dead... Probably one of them did it. Let's just go ahead and accuse one yeah. of them. It's probably one of them. So there's someone sitting in the room who's like, we don't know. That's really weird. But, yeah. Um, I also want to just go ahead and pose a theory here uh, that I didn't see. But, you know, figure why not. Bird wars. Bird wars. Bird wars. Bird wars. For, our, for like going back to the birds. Bird wars. It's when birds are disputing over a territory. So they have a medieval battle in the sky. Yeah, and it's like two different bird gangs, but they're all the same type of bird to us. But to them, it's very different, and they're all part of different gangs. And that's why it didn't seem like anything was fishy. Yeah, to us, us, we're like, those are red-winged or red-tipped blackbirds. But to them, they're like, I'm a red-tipped blackbird. You're a yellow-orangish-tipped blackbird. Uh So then they got to fight over territory. Yeah, they did that, and then they also did it in Louisiana. So. And then Sweden, and then Texas. Well, those weren't the same. <laughs> and words. then Kentucky. And then they murdered a bunch of fish. <laughs> Great theory. Um, we already mentioned this, but I saw an awful lot of biologists that were like trying to redirect this conversation, and we're all like, "I wish we could take all this energy and attention and on these deaths." And direct it toward true crises in wildlife biology, like things like white nose syndrome in bats. The thing about white nose syndrome in bats is that we know it's a fungal infection. We don't know why 5,000 birds dropped out of the sky. That's the difference here. And also, so, we can care about both. Yeah, we can. <laughs> it we is have possible. that capacity to care about both the white nose syndrome in bats and why 5,000 birds died in 2012. We don't have to just pick one. Yeah. People really seem to underestimate that I can care about multiple things at once. <laughs> yeah. Allie doesn't seem like she can care about multiple things, but she can. I've seen it. I also <laughs> so read you. I also read the same quote, and I read the article as well. And my favorite thing is it's this guy going, I wish we would just focus on other topics after he's given a whole interview on this topic. Yeah, it's like, just say no to the interview. You just talk about the bats then. <laughs> yeah, I made it sound dumber than it is actually written. But, you know, I, that's how I think of it. Anyway, that's what happened to the birds. We don't know. I don't know what happened to the birds. It supposedly was blunt force trauma. You go ahead and decide what you think that means when birds are dying in the middle of a field. And there were plenty of uh, scientists who said that they don't think birds collided in the air because there weren't enough broken wings. So. What, what do you guys think that happened? Yeah, Cam, you go first. 
I think the UFO is the most likely theory. <laughs> I, honestly, it's crazy what it might be. I don't know. I, like, I kind of, like, my brain wants to almost say that it was just, like, something, like, it goes back to, like, stealth bombers, that it is just some kind of thing like that that was flying through the area that wasn't supposed to be noticed, but then just dropped too many birds that it scared out of trees. I'd say it's a possibility. I won't say it's a straight-up, like, alien UFO, but UFO, I'd say possibility. Mm-hmm. Because also, not there's not enough broken windows. I didn't see, like, any news on, like, mass property damage. Like, there's nothing like that. Like, I didn't see, like, a bunch of kids got hit in the face with birds. <laughs> there's, there's nothing like that. It's just this town that just had a bunch of dead birds falling from the sky. Yeah, it's not like they were all even in, like, they weren't localized, you know? Yeah. To, like, one house or building or whatever. Yeah, I think we are missing a piece of mm-hmm. the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, drone makes sense to me. Uh, I also have a theory that, like, animals just, you know, have their own conspiracy meeting and we're like, global warming is a problem. (laughs) Climate change is a problem. We got to show these people why. And they're just like, I'll take one for the team. And then 5,000 birds died to, to tell us that global warming is real. That is actually a theory that I saw. It was just bird suicide. Mass bird suicide. To make a point. And their point was made. Yeah. I really don't know. Like you just said, Cam. Like, there's something missing here. The reason why they flew away and what hit them. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. And it didn't seem very, like... It's hard to say, like, whether they were knocked out of the sky, like, by a wind gust or something, and they hit the ground, and that was the blunt force trauma, but I just feel like there'd be more broken legs. Mm-hmm. If that happened. Unless they all just nosedived into the ground. I don't know. I mean... I really, it... like, I have no theory. Also, 5,000 of them? Yeah. That's wild. What I'm surprised I didn't see is, like, some type of person that's trying to explain it as, like, warfare technology. Because there is also, just for fun, there is the possibility that it's, like, some type of, like, concussive technology that just knocked a bunch of birds out of the sky. And then they would just, like dive down, but they wouldn't have died from the concussive technology. They would have died from blood force trauma once they hit the ground. So I don't know. I feel like that's also a possibility, but But like why? (laughs) Because the government does weird shit like that all the time. I go back to Ocean Spray and MKUltra. The government just kind of tests shit. Wait, the cranberries? Hmm? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the cranberries are poison. No, ocean spray, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Or maybe it was Operation Sea Spray. <laughs> no, ocean spray. spray is definitely the cranberries. <laughs> I'm not talking about the band either. Not the cranberries. <laughs> it is called Operation Sea Spray. So, sorry to attack and defame the you leave those cranberries famous cranberry alone. juice. Uh, Operation Sea Spray was a biological warfare experiment released in the San Francisco Bay Area to see how vulnerable San Francisco was to a, to a biological warfare attack. Turns out, they were. So, the U.S. government attacked their own city to see if they could. Cool. They were able to. But I'm, just saying, I'm just saying they do things like that, and that's just a good example is C-Spray. Yeah. Well, looking at all of these, I don't know. I can't pick one that sounds the most right to me. They all sound pretty stupid. Like, even the fireworks thing, which is what most of them are written off as, it's more just, like, a reason why they would fly away, but not necessarily why they would die. Well, yeah. And so... And one ornithologist said that they think that the 
that in order for birds to even leave the roost because of fireworks, it would have to be fired into the roost, which would cause a mass exodus, not just 5,000 of them. Well, yeah, six to 7,000 at first. But then it's weird that not all of them die. Also that. Well, they think that there's a whole group of a couple thousand that just didn't, like, they flew off. Nothing happened to them, but they flew off before. So I did read that there were, like, readings of that where... They had already known that a couple of them had left, or like a couple groups had left. Mm-hmm. And they went a different direction at a different time and nothing happened. The yeah. other ones went the other direction at a different time. And then obviously they all died. So, yeah. Yeah. Weird. It's weird. It's a weird one. So what do you think happened? Oh, I think the cli- it was the climate change meeting. But most likely an, a, a UFO. Mm-hmm. Or some dude got a hold of a helicopter while drunk. I think we would have found just, chopped birds, though. And just drove straight in. The, <laughs> <laughs> straight into the mass of birds. It's yeah. possible. You yeah. never know. Well, I want that's all we've got. <laughs> yeah. Let us know what you think. We are on social medias. We also have an email that is our name at Gmail. Uh, we also want some reviews so give us some reviews if you like the show if you don't like the show let us know in those five star reviews that's how they're most noticeable otherwise we just won't even read them yeah yeah you give me a one star review you're like this show does not work i'm not gonna see that guys you give me a five star review criticism yeah i'll be like thanks for the review yeah appreciate it uh yeah we also have a ko-fi that is ko dash fi which is right is a dash fi KO-FI, where you can leave a tip if you like the show and you want to help us keep it running. We're trying to keep ads off of it. But we also just appreciate the listen. So, you know, thanks for that. Yay. Keep an eye out for the newsletter. Check out the Goodreads for the books and check out all of our links in the show notes. I'm Cameron. I'm Allie. I'm Jackie. And this has been Conspiracy What? Conspiracy What? This has been the show. Thank you so much for listening. Let us know what you think. Uh, remember to always stay stitious and... Don't sound cannon your birds out of the sky. I was going to say don't drive a helicopter into birds. <laughs> <laughs> if you're drunk, just don't get into a helicopter. Or a UFO. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, drive drunk aliens. I know it's fun. And it doesn't seem like you're going to hurt anyone, but you could hurt the birds. No, they're not the-